Hey, this is Scott Steiner, Big Papa Pump, the Big Bad Booty Daddy, and you listen to IcoPod, the best podcast going today. Holler if you hear me. back with episode 162 of Icropod. I am Bob Collin Jr. With me as always is Austin Skinner and Dallas Gridley. And fellas, this week I had a Red Bull. I am fired up. My heart is beating uncontrollably fast. Probably going to have a heart attack. Mm. Last week's episode of Raw sucked. This week's episode of Raw, the one right before Survivor Series, has an IC title match. Ahmed Johnson making his in-ring debut. A pig farmer going on against a wealthy man from Connecticut. How are we feeling for it? Uh, I'm pumped for one, but you know. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Dallas. All right, Austin, that's what it. You got? <laughs> no, dude. Last week sucked. Last week's raw was not good. No. And I'm expecting this one to be just as good, if not potentially even worse. But. No, actually, that's not true, because I do remember that this week, actually, we do have some things to at least look forward to, like the Intercontinental Championship match between Sid and Razor, where we get one, two, three kid as the world's smallest referee. And then, uh, well, Ahmed makes his uh Are you just debut. repeating everything I said in my in my opening here, or what I just ran down, or what? He doesn't remember what you said, okay? No, he does not. He wasn't listening. Yeah, see, yeah, I'm pretty much repeating everything, because that's the stuff I'm looking forward to. Okay. Um, I am looking forward to this week. It can't get much worse than it was last week. I would say last week felt like a three-hour episode. Yeah, uh, that was brutal. The main event alone felt like at least two and a half hours. So I am glad to be out of that. I think we do have a better on-paper week ahead of us this week. Um, but speaking of on paper things turning out one way and then in life turning out differently. I wanted to ask you both because we haven't talked since it's several weeks removed now yeah. uh, by the time this podcast is out. But how was your guys's Valentine's day? Oh yeah. I was going to ask you guys, but I forgot Bob fell asleep last week and then me and Austin or two weeks ago and that me and Austin uh, didn't discuss our own. So uh, mine was good. I stayed in, and we cooked uh, some delicious steak. Did you do like a Gordon Ramsay deal? Oh, you know we did. We okay. did some filet mignon on the in the like on the in like a pan. Yeah, all that because I told you before. Pan seared. Oh yeah, pan seared. You know, rosemary, thyme, some garlic, olive oil, and you, you know you baste it with some butter. It tastes really good. Good. We we made some fresh green beans. Some oh. red lobster biscuits, and then I bought a very expensive dessert online to eat, and it was really great. 
Very nice. I'm pretty jealous of that, actually. Bob, what'd you do? Uh, I worked, and then I napped, and then I woke up, and I reviewed some TNA 2004, and I uh, went back to bed. <laughs> Romantic. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, what? Sorry, then, I asked. And then, and then she, and then Sarah was doing homework. You know, you guys are perfect for each other. Well, what do you want me to do? We can't go anywhere. Can't do. Nothing. Was she like bombed? No. Did you get her flowers? I bought her something. Oh, something. You left that part out. Mm-hmm. What I bought? Her Should something. we not but ask I... what it is then? It seems like it's kind of like maybe adults only. Is Icopod listed no, as explicit? No, no. Should we not she, discuss? She no. She collects um like Disney figures. Okay. And I bought her uh, a rare one off of Macari. Oh. And I gave it to her before Valentine's Day. Oh wow. And what did what she was you? the character? Uh, Jesus, I don't know. I'll have, no. let me, I can look it up real quick. Pinocchio? Because I had it on my thing here. Was it Pinocchio? No, it was not Pinocchio. It was a Jim Shore one. I don't know who that is. Was it Peter Pan? Disney Jim Shore worth melting frozen. Oh, okay. Can I see a picture? No. Uh, well, yeah, what did you guys eat? Like Dallas said, was it like an Elio's pizza or something? <laughs> Five tacos. No, it was uh, it was a Celeste pizza, the ones that are sixty eight cents that you get in the frozen section. You put in the microwave, right? Okay, to so- go along with the frozen action figure. I get, I, I get you here. That's right. Oh, there's a theme. Um, no, so what? No, this is what. So this is what we did. Okay, so we both worked obviously on on Valentine's Day. Sure. And then uh, we got uh, Tully's. Oh. We oh, had I that. saw you post that, and I was thinking about a joke, and I didn't comment it. Yeah. And then uh, the next day, uh, we got Chipotle. Wow. And uh, we just hung out. I mean, it, it'd be different if, you know, every, if we were comfortable going out and doing things. No, I know. Because we would have gone to a restaurant or whatever, but because Sarah's mother... Mm. Uh, is an at-risk person, and Sarah likes to go there when she has two days off in a row from work. We don't really feel comfortable going to places that we don't need to go to. Sure, right. Mm-hmm. So we're very limited to do that. Trust me, I felt bad being like, okay, well, I guess we're gonna stay home and like not do anything. But yeah. that's kind of the situation that we're in. Yeah, to do that, and you know. Fucking today at work, a guy that I work directly with went home early because he wasn't feeling so hot. So now he's got to get a COVID test. So if he comes back as positive, I got to be out of work again for 10 days because I was right next to him and he sneezed right behind me. And I did have a mask on, but you know how that shit works. You can still whatever. So you never know. Yeah. So it's fucking great. Well, that's awesome. Uh, so what about yeah. Austin? Yeah, so really, <laughs> I don't even know where the fuck to begin. Oh, um, so we, it we was got a big the, story. It was the worst Whoa. Valentine's Day. 
Oh boy. What I have ever had in my life. Really? What? I don't think I've been more pissed off for the duration of a day in quite a long time. Whoa. Spill the beans here on Icopod. So we had this whole shit planned, right? We have really enjoyed kayaking lately. It's very relaxing. It's little work. It's outside. You're on the water, so it's not a million degrees. It's been very enjoyable. So Katie goes every year around this time, January, February. There's a spring here in Florida where all the manatees come in from the ocean. And there's like hundreds of manatees. And they all kind of collect in this bay. And you can kayak on the bay and the manatees are right underneath you. And you can even get out and like swim with them. You can't get right up next to them. They got it all blocked off. Um, But it's like this big yearly thing. So, I, you know, I've kind of been putting it off just because, I don't know, I've seen manatees at the zoo. It's not this big thing to me, but whatever. So, hey, there we go. Perfect. We're going to do it on Valentine's Day. We're going to go bring the kayaks so two hours out, and we're going to go see the manatees. So, awesome. That was our plan for the whole week. Um, throughout the week, weather seemed spotty in that area. It was like one day it looked nice. And then the next day it was like, I don't know. So it was really kind of back and forth with the weather all week. So the morning of Valentine's day comes and it's kind of gloomy and rainy here. But again, we're going two hours away and two hours away. There's only, they're saying like a 40% chance at 3 PM or something. So we're leaving at 10. It's a two-hour drive. We're going to get there by Doesn't noon. Doesn't it rain like every day in Florida? In the summer, it does. Okay. The summer, it does. It rains at 5 o'clock in the summer every day. Um, so I thought we were good. You know, 40% chance at 3 o'clock. We'll be gone by then if we're on the water by noon. Um, no big deal. So whatever, perfect. We load everything up. We got both kayaks in the fucking car, and we go there. Um. Totally fine. Everything's good, you know. So we get there, we unpack. And mind you, I'm expecting just like a kind of a lazy kayaking because that's all I've done before. And that's kind of what I was, as she just said, we're going to go kayaking. So in my mind, that's what I'm expecting. So we get to this fucking place. This bay connects to the ocean, the fucking ocean. So we pull up, and I'm seeing, like, some people, not a lot, and it was real windy out there. So we go up to the fucking docks, dude. I'm telling you, the the caps on the water, it looked like there's no way. There's no way you're paddling on that water. So sure as shit. We fucking load our kayaks into the water and we get into the bay. Now, when I tell you I was paddling as hard as I could forward and I wasn't going anywhere. I'm not lying. (laughs) The water is rocking my kayak. I'm going down into water and then coming back up. It was a fucking nightmare. Now, mind you, I'm expecting a nice, easy kayak on the fucking water. 
And uh, I'm getting the Beijing 2020 Olympics here. So I am beyond furious because there's nothing that pisses me off more than going into something that I'm not prepared for. It'd be one thing if she would have told me, hey, it connects to the ocean, water can get kind of rough. I, I would have been at least mentally prepared. But to go into a situation where it's like from A to Z, I was expecting something completely different. I'm fucking pissed. So we kind of loop around and we get into the Bay Area where the manatees are going to be. I'm whispering every fucking bad word under my breath that I, I'm, I'm like livid. I'm furious. I just paddled uh fucking, it was like the scene out of Moby Dick. It felt like just ridiculous. So I just, I, I, I keep it cool. She's getting annoyed cause she knows I'm mad. She knows I'm pissed off. I'm making it very visible that I'm furious. It's hard, it's hard to at that point. Um, so whatever we get into the bay, you kind of got to paddle into this little canal area. It's like, all right, at least we're going to get the payoff to see all these manatees. That will be cool. You know? So we get to the fucking spot and literally a week before they had took an aerial photo and dude, there was hundreds of them, hundreds of them. We paddle up. There ain't one motherfucking manatee in the water. Not one. I, I sort of thought that's where this was going, by the way. I didn't I expect the beginning part. Her, dude, I looked at her with death in my eyes. Because <laughs> not only did I just cross the fucking Red Sea to get over here. Now there's not even any fucking manatee. We came two hours, paddled through the ocean... For fucking nothing. So that's just great. So she goes, well, we're here. I bought snorkels. Do you want to at least get out in the water and like hang out in the water for a little while? I said, no, the water's <laughs> fucking freezing. <laughs> so while she went out and snorkeled in the water and played her fucking reindeer games, I fucking stayed connected to the little wall and I played on my phone for 20 minutes because I ain't getting in the goddamn water because there's no reason to get in the water. So now I'm even more pissed, right? Now we're just wasting our fucking time. So whatever, she's gone. I'm sitting there. Fucking Sky starts getting real angry. Getting real gray. And the wind is picking up. So she comes back. And I'm like, hey, we should probably head back because it ain't looking great. And mind you, I was on my phone for the last 20 minutes. So when I looked back up, there's nobody around. So like everybody has kind of gotten off the water. So we pack up and now we have to go back the way we came to get back to the little docking area. So back out into the fucking ocean. When we come out of this little cove area, this little canal, and go back out to the bay, the water was worse than before. And now we have to race the rain because the rain's coming and it looks like a fucking hurricane's about to hit. So she flies on ahead because she's a much more seasoned kayaker than I am. And I'm deciding whether I kayak and like 
just walk through somebody's lawn and drag this fucking thing or if I will go all the way back. So I'm so aggravated and mad. I'm just going to fucking paddle through the ocean because can it get any worse? And let me tell you, yeah, it fucking did. Cause not only pedaling on the way back, you, you would hope that, you know, the wind was facing you on the way there. It'd be pushing you. Oh, no, wind changed directions. So now it's p- pushing against you again. And it's causing even more waves because it's about to torrential downpour. And waves are literally capsizing my, my kayak. Like the waves are going over the back of my kayak. The water is on my kayak. So... It looked like I was drag racing into the bay. My front end, dude, it was like the Titanic. (laughs) My front end was all the way up, and my back end was in the ocean. And when a kayak gets water in it, it's fucking wicked heavy. So I am pedaling and paddling, I should say, as hard and as fast as I fucking can. My arms were killing me. And good thing I like the row machine at the gym, because if not, dude, I would have sank. What a fucking abandoned ship. You sank. It it was like a cartoon. It, it was so ridiculous. And you could tell it was ridiculous for us to be even out there on kayaks because nobody else is out on the water. Nobody. So it's just me and her flying through this fucking storm as fast as we can. Finally make it back. And when I say my shit was minutes away from sinking, I shit you not. I mean, my whole back end was full of water. The whole thing. So we finally get out. Finally drag the fucking kayaks out. I'm like intolerable right now. I, I can't be around people. I'm saying rude things. I'm being rude to people around us. Like I'm just fucking pissed. It's like, okay, finally this shit's going to be over we get to the car, getting ready to pack up. And dude, it just it just pissed down rain. As we have to empty out the kayaks the best we can, latch them up onto the fucking roof of the vehicle, fucking ratchet strap everything together. It's like a 10-15 minute process here. In the torrential rain. So she's like rushing around to do every I'm just standing there. Because at this point, man, hopefully lightning's coming at this point. That's what I'm waiting for. Oh, my God. Fucking bring it. So we load everything up. I am soaked to the bone with water. And now I have to sit soaked to the bone with water for the two-hour car ride to get back home. So that was our kayaking morning. That was just great. So by the time we got home, it was probably about four o'clock between everything all said and done. The drive home was fucking terrible. We didn't talk. It was slow because it was pouring out. It was just brutal. And I had dinner reservations at five because down here in Florida, people don't give a fuck and restaurants tend to still be open. So I was able to get a reservation the day before, and I made a reservation to this Mexican place that we really liked. Now, the last time we went there was last Valentine's Day. Last Valentine's Day was great. So I'm hoping, okay, the meal at least will get us through the rest of this day. 
So I made the reservations for 6.30. We got home at 4. I fucking had showered, like changed, had to relax a minute since I just did a triathlon. Um, you know, so just hanging out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it gets to be, you know, 5.30, you know, kind of everybody's just sitting around. And I had pissed her off so much. She's like, oh, well, you can go to dinner alone. Oh, my God. So, and she had said that when we were kayaking, but I didn't forget. So I'm dragging ass because that didn't help. I was even more mad that she even said that. So she's finally getting ready. She's like, hey, uh, we probably have to go. I'm like, yeah, we're probably going to be late. Probably give our reservation away. Just being an asshole, you know. So we get there, it's about 10, it's about 6.40, so we're about 10 minutes late to the, to the restaurant. But I'm I thought still you excited. said the reservation was at 5, you got there at 6.40? No, 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 it was at, the reservation was 6.30. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Reservation was at 6.30. We didn't really, like, get ready to go until 5.30, and it's a half hour away. Okay. Um, so we probably didn't leave the house till like, maybe after 6 or something. Um, so we get there, we're like 10 minutes late. So I'm rushing to get in the restaurant because I don't know how availability is and what they're doing with the reservations. I mean, it's Valentine's day, you know, meanwhile, she's fucking lollygagging. So I guess I went in ahead of her cause I was in a rush and I, the door closed on her. Apparently I, you know, I let the door close on her and it closed in her face. She said. So whatever, that just added to the pie. So we get seated. It's like, okay, finally. Like this, if nothing else, this will make up for the whole day. Uh, This is a restaurant, mind you, who usually has four, five, six-page menu. They bring over a piece of paper with like 10 options on it. Katie is a vegetarian. They have one vegetarian option, and it's nothing she's ever ordered before. So now she's pissed because she kind of has no options to eat anything. Great. Wonderful. So now that's going to ruin my meal. Fabulous. So she gets the thing. We order it. She kind of picks around. She ends up eating most of it, though, and she did enjoy it. But that was just another thing that didn't go her way. So we get back. It's like 8 o'clock. It's like, okay, well, let's like watch a movie. And it takes us forever to pick anything, always. So at that point, I was just so fed up with the day. I was just playing on my phone and like didn't care what she put on. So we don't end up putting anything on TV. We both just sit on our phones and don't talk. Then it gets to be like 10, 1030. I, usually... I, I just want to point out, you guys thought that my Valentine's Day sucked. What the fuck? I'm telling you, <laughs> Wait, dude, this is horrible. horrible. It was the yet. worst Valentine's Day Ever, I would take Wait. reviewing TNA 04 over this any day of the week. Well, this doesn't even sound like just a bad Valentine's Day. This sounds like a bad day. <laughs> like just the yeah, this is terrible. This isn't terrible. just 
take away the holiday part of it. It's just, this is the worst day I could think of right now. It was terrible. So we go up, it's like 10.30, go to bed at 11. All right, it's Valentine's Day. You know what I'm saying? Got a half hour before bed. Just get something going here. Nothing's going to happen, brother. I was so furious <laughs> that when we went upstairs... She's drier than a desert. Get out of here, dude. Nothing's happening. My penis was inside my body. Yeah. I had zero interest in doing anything. So I shut off every fucking light in that room. And I went to bed 45 minutes early. Because fuck Valentine's Day 2021. And fuck pretending... We were going to make something out of it at the 10th and 11th hour of Valentine's Day. Well, wait a minute. Did, did she gonna... want to do something? Well, I'm sure she did. Oh. But it ain't going to fucking happen because I'm pissed. So we went to bed 45 minutes early. Wow. And that was my Valentine's Day. And did I was. You guys, did you guys like make up the next day or something? Or what? No, no. I was still pissed the next day. <laughs> when did you guys like make up and start talking again? Not until like the night of the next day. Because I was still mad that like it was that shitty. I was mad that again, I wasn't prepared for any of that. Mind yeah, but- you, she can't control the weather. Well, she can't control the weather. She can't control that there's nothing out there. But she's gone every year. She knows how that water is. And that's what pissed me off. I was prepared for a nice, calm day of kayaking. Not the open fucking ocean. And it's a mile paddle. It ain't short. That's what pissed me off. That she didn't, hey, at least give me a heads up. It's kind of rough. It's a mile, you know, in and out. I didn't know nothing. Went into it completely blissful and blind. That's what I was mad about. Because, again, there's nothing that pisses me off more than going into a situation with unprepared. I'm not that guy. I don't do that. I'm as prepared as possible at all times. So, yeah, that was my Valentine's Day, and it was absolutely horrible. Terrible. And it still makes me mad. Yeah, um, that's a lot, man. All right, well, for Austin Skinner and for Dallas Greeley, I'm Bob Collin Jr., and this has been Icopod. <laughs> well, Thanks you, for listening. Yeah. You, all, you already heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Whoa. Yeah. So, everybody, hopefully you had a better Valentine's Day than I did. Even if you're single, you probably had a better day than I did. Oh, they definitely had a better day than you. They at least got, probably got some action in. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah, so all of our listeners on uh, the social media posts that Dallas puts up, how about you tell us your Valentine's Day stories? I'm sure there's going to be a lot that are very similar to Austin's, probably even a couple word for word. I wish you guys could have saw the water, dude. You should have taken pictures, man. I wish you could have saw it. We were going by a marina, dude, and the boats parked in the marina are rocking. It's like, what the fuck are we doing out here? We look like idiots. Well, they were probably getting some action in those boats. That's at least somebody. If the boats are rocking, don't come knocking. Well, my kayak was rocking and fucking sinking. So, yeah. 
I guess we should just be happy you made it out alive, you know. Yep. And then you got on, you got on the next night, and then Bob was sleeping. Yeah, it was terrible. So well, terrible. that's a blessing in disguise because then he probably would have been really pissed and shut down, and it wouldn't have been fun. Yeah, probably not. So you're welcome. You're welcome. All right. Well, after that, about half hour uh, summation of Austin's Valentine's Day. Let's get into our regularly scheduled programming of Icopod. There's absolutely zero observer notes. The nice. Monday Night War ratings is the only thing to of note. And guess what? It's the same ratings as last week. What? Yeah, Raw got a 2.6 and Andrew got a 2.0. Oh, wow. I thought same it'd be the other way around. No. I bet you after that, Raw, that shit's about to switch this next week. Yeah. <laughs> I would have to think so. I mean, that was pretty good. Uh, house show notes. Let's go to East Rutherford, New Jersey at the Meadowlands on November 12th, 1995, with an attendance of 3,500. There's a couple of interesting mat- interesting matches here. Like, really weird combinations. Okay, give it to us, Bob. Let's see if we're going to go. All right. You know what? Your fake enthusiasm, Dallas, is really frustrating. Listen, you heard last week. Keep in mind what I said about a certain somebody on a card. You know my answer if he's on there. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. Okay. Well, I, I just got to know. I'm dying to know. I'm on the edge of my seat right now. Who I'm is Austin go. talking about? Bob Backlund. Oh, that's right. Uh, Fatu defeated Skip. Ooh. Ahmed Johnson defeated Rad Rafford. Ooh. Hakushi defeated Aldo Montoya. Oh. Yeah. Are you done, Dallas? <laughs> you done? The car. You're mm-hmm. done with the ooze. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Great. Okay, uh, Diesel fought Yokozuna. Do a draw. See the fucking bullshit I got to deal with here? This is ridiculous. Salio Vega defeated Isaac Yankum DDS. Mm-hmm. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. <laughs> Hunter Hearst Helmsley, King Mabel, and Kama. Defeated Henry Godwin in the WWF Tag Team Champions Smoking Guns. Dean Douglas defeated Bam Bam Bigelow. Goldust defeated WWF Intercontinental Champion Razor Ramon by disqualification when the 123 kid interfered. Hmm. This one might be kind of shocking. Davy Boy Smith pinned Bret Hart. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. I don't know. I was not expecting that. Uh, and then your main event was WWF World Champion Diesel teaming up with Shawn Michaels to defeat Owen Hart and Yokozuna in a lumberjack match. I'll tell you what. It is a weird card. Style-wise, I think a lot of those matches actually make some, some sort of sense. So I'm going to this show. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I'm going to this one, too. I think there's uh, definitely more, especially the the second half of the card sounds pretty good. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm going to go to it as well. It just seems like it's like just kind of weird and different. Yeah, it's just funny, though, because, again, you know, even though they have no reason to be in a match together. Some of those matches, 
styling alone kind of makes me into it. I mean, in a weird way. Yeah. It, it's there's fresh matchups happening. So I'm gonna go. Yep. I'm really interested in that Davy Boy Brett match, knowing that Davy actually wins a match on a house show. That's just, right. Yeah. That's the most shocking thing out of the out of all of it, really. Uh all right. Let's get into this fucking show. Okay. I just want to get to Survivor Series. I'm getting really frustrated. With uh, this bullshit. Uh, over on Nitro, <laughs> on this episode of Nitro, Hulk Hogan steps further into the darkness to challenge the Dungeon of Doom. Macho Man Randy Savage goes one-on-one with Meng. Johnny Bad defends the te- uh, television championship against Eddie Guerrero. Plus, Sting takes on Dean Malenko and much more. Meanwhile, over here on uh, Raw... We've got, uh, with Survivor Series right around the corner, Ahmed Johnson comes to Raw to show his in-ring ability in singles competition. One, two, three kid shows what really counts when he serves as a special referee in the main event between Intercontinental Champion Razor Ramon and Psycho Sid, plus Hunter Hunter Hearst Helmsley, King Mabel, and more. Whoa, whoa. Fantastic. Again, this might be an episode where I'd be more inclined to be watching Nitro. But debut Ahmed Johnson and you're watching Nitro, dude. Come on. Yeah, I kind of am. I want to see Dean Malenko against the Stinger. Yeah, okay. No, I do. For real. The man of a thousand holds. Well, I'm also just going to say right now, I think um, Ahmed wrestling on Raw here is a mistake. I think they should have just saved it for Survivor Series at this That's point. That's what I was going to say. I mean, he hasn't had a match yet, so why have it on a taped show? Just wait till the pay-per-view live es- and then have him appear on the Raw after. Especially when he's like, it's almost like the wild card thing, you know? Literally, it, yeah. You I mean, you don't even know about. what he's going to do. Yeah, okay, I'm now I'm interested because that guy just lifted up Yokozuna a few weeks ago, and now I want to see what he's going to do in this match with these guys. And whose side is he really going to be on? Because I don't even know what he's doing. He's the he's the uh, the black Lex Luger, the ultimate wild card. That should be his nickname. The ultimate wild card, Ahmed Johnson. There we go. Yeah, you don't know what I'm talking about. You don't know what I'm gonna do, Ahmed Johnson. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for that. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> I just choked on my saliva there. All right, so I'm gonna count down from five, and then I'm gonna say play, and that's for raw. And then when we get to ten seconds, I will say, "Hey, hit the play button for Nitro if you're gonna watch uh, that one instead." So uh, that's gonna be fun. Can't wait for the show. <laughs> I'm definitely not dead ass tired. Still, it's we're good. Don't worry about it. Right. Uh, five, four, three, two, one. The World Wrestling Federation. All right. And now we're going to press play for Nitro right now. They say fame is fleeting. And here we go. Look at Here's uh, Razor Moan and 123Kid. Look. Oh, wait. Look at this. It's over the weekend. Is that really over the weekend? That's. Oh, no. There's no way. President of the WWF. 
Wow, what is they got one this footage of him in the kids hair? <laughs> you like the two pieces? Yeah, it's like he looked like Selena. Selena. Hey, how do you guys like that white belt right well, there? They just said it's no longer for the title. It's non-title. I'm pretty sure Vince just said it's no longer for the title. Oh, okay, God. so now if I tuned into Raw to see this match. I immediately am like, hey, I no longer give a fuck. Yeah, I'm turning to WCW. Yeah. Yeah, what's what's the point? What's supposed to hook me? That one, two, three kids is a referee? Well, not only that. Why do you say it in the very beginning? Just say it right before the match happens or something. Or not even mention it at all. Yeah. Because what I would do is not mention it. And let's, I'm assuming Sid was probably going to win now. Because one, two, three kids will fuck him over. So then we're all going to think that Sid won the IC title, and then he can be like, oh, wait a minute, it's not for the title anymore. Yeah. We'll see. Uh. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. I'm going to spray some perfume on you because you all smell like shit, even though I also probably smell like shit because I ride horses. Now, now, Bob, <laughs> if you take a look over at Nitro right now, we have Batman. Oh, wait, that's actually Hulk Hogan. What? I know. I just looked up, and I'm like, what is going on? Is this know. real life he's doing this right now? Dude, I'm telling you, when I watched this, so I I mean, it's been a little bit since I watched it now, but like I saw this and I was like, am I really watching this right now, wasting my time watching this? And here comes Henry Godwin. Ooh, yay. Listen, this has been kind of a, a built up singles match here. Yeah, I mean, at least this oh, it's like leaking. The, yeah. the slot book is leaking. Yeah, I mean, at least there is something to this match, at least. I'm surprised they didn't just save it another week for <laughs> Survivor Series at this point, but... Yeah, you know, I would have thought maybe they would just do a singles match with these guys instead of Bam Bam and Goldust, which was kind of this random... Yeah, right. Superstar. Right. The, the perfume thing is fucking stupid, guys. I mean... I, I don't mind the he's basically William Regal, but the perfume thing is just stupid. He's William Regal and Rick Martel with yes. a clone. Yes. They're like why they sure. now if he started off doing that perfume thing and stuff, maybe fine, like whatever. But like he just randomly started doing it. Well, didn't he do that with Fatu? Yeah. Walking by him, he's like, Oh, you're Samoan, so you smell. Or or something. Something like that. Just throwing yeah. Godwin into the ring steps face first. I don't know. It's I want to like Hunter Herms, uh, Hunter Hurstelmsley, but I don't. I don't like him. He hasn't done shit since he got here. Look, he's getting the perfume again. Like, what is happening? Yeah, I mean, I I I like Helmsley, but you're right. He hasn't done really anything, mm-hmm. and the cologne thing or perfume. Is really a hindrance for him. And it doesn't help that he is 100% doing Lord Stephen Regal's gimmick. But what the fuck? He just dumped him. Ugh. Okay, he slapped himself. What? Well, he is a farmer. I'm sure he's used to this. Well, that's why I think he just did it to kind of prove, like, hey, uh, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I like that. No, I, I did too. I thought that was kind of fun. <gasps> oh my god, he slipped on it. That's great. Helmsley just slipped on the slap on Wait, the ref. The ref slipping too. Oh, Jack Jones losing it. Yeah, that's good. Well, okay. Hunter Helmsley's like running away. This 
He's running away from a guy covered in slop. Maybe this match is going to be saved. We didn't really. That's definitely a count out. That was I'll a tell good you what. little slip there. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I liked that segment. I think they did very well with that. Triple H using the perfume 12 times, I guess, makes sense if that's what they were going for for the finish here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I think they're they're probably going to delay that for In Your House or something. In Your House, yeah. Yeah. All right, here we are with Doc Hendricks. I decided I actually really enjoyed the giant picture of him on the wall now that I realize it's him. How did you not know it's him? I I didn't realize it was him. I didn't notice it. Yeah. Well, because they never show the full face either. Well, that's I think the part that I it looks like it's like Lionel Richie, Richie. Like that's See, what it looks I, like. I thought it was fucking Gene Okerlund at first. I think it's funny that Todd Pattengill did this segment last week, and there was a giant picture of Doc Hendricks behind him. Well, that's what I like about it so much. That was great. Well, this is going to be really great uh, if you're ready for a uh, uh, Survivor Series. And now we're going to fight. And look at this cardboard cutout of the Undertaker. If you want it, twenty four ninety nine. Do you <laughs> think he has that in his house? Yeah. He has to, right? We're going to take you back to Superstars this weekend that no one fucking watched. But we're going to show you anyways. I feel like Doc Hendricks is his biggest fan. Like, he is such a mark for himself. It's not even funny. Yeah, like, in real life, too. You know what I mean? Look like at Michael look at P.S. Hayes probably loves Michael P.S. Hayes. Oh, yeah. Well, um, on that Superstars flashback, Sid had a really awesome track suit, like jacket yeah, on. sure did. And I want to point out, I feel like every time that they show a clip from Superstars or even, like, the world tours that we see clips from, someone's always in, like, a random track suit like that. Yeah. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, like the windbreaker. Yeah. Look, uh, hey, yeah, I'm looking good. Back to you, Vince. Two weeks two, ago, Ahmed Johnson slammed Yokozuna. He did yeah, not fall weeks, down. Two weeks ago, Ahmed stuck his thumb up to Yokozuna's ass as he lifted him up. Yeah, he was just doing like a little, couple Holy of curls shit. with a part of the guard round. Diesel looked fucking massive, and not in a good way, in that uh, sweatshirt he was just wearing in that uh, side-by-side there with Brett. Yeah, we're going to get a dueling promo later tonight with Brett and Diesel. Shawn Michaels is sleeping. I wish I was sleeping. Um, I you thought you were sleeping during Austin's story, to be honest with you. I did shut my eyes. I was nervous. Well, I had I I was listening. I just had to save my eye strength for the show. And actually, by doing that, I could actually kind of visualize what Austin was doing. Yeah. And it was kind of enjoyable. So uh, while his day may have sucked, I just picture him muttering <laughs> to himself like "motherfucker, son of a bitch!" I can't believe I'm in this fucking oh, water. There's, there's well, I, well, I'm gonna say I feel like I've seen this dude do that. So I I already knew what was his. He was like, I, I was furious. I really was furious. And I have a yeah. very hard time hiding that I'm furious. Oh, I oh, don't. When, I'm when that I get mad. frustrated, when I get frustrated or mad, I don't hide it at all. No, you both are like that. Yeah, it, it takes me to be real mad, though. No, see, for me, it's any Bob's, minor inconvenience, I fucking blow a lid. Yeah, Bob gets really pissed easy. <laughs> uh, Austin, I, Austin, I think you get easily annoyed. I do. 
Yeah, uh, stuff annoys me, but for me to be muttering out loud and fucking furious with my eyes wide open, well, I got to be pissed off. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I Bob, just get, Bob, I, I get, I get pissed off when it's something I can't control. Yeah, like, like if the I'm not time... in control of the situation, I'm just like, fuck, man, I'm pissed. Yeah. Like the printer. I think I've seen you the most mad when it came to an HP printer. Printer, uh, Bob was very mad once about iTunes, and we had to get on FaceTime. Yeah, that happened. But Technology that's what, is that's, a big proponent. That's what okay. friends are for. Yeah, that's yeah. why. Hey, here comes Ahmed, and he's fighting Jake Steele. Wow, who looks to be in pretty good shape for an enhancement guy. I thought he looked sort of familiar, to be honest with you. Well, Lily J. Freddy. Is that what it is? Is it bad that I can tell here Ahmed isn't using as much steroids as he would be in a year? Well, he's not like, uh, he's not Scott Steiner level yet. Yeah, no. You can see Ahmed's neck here in 95. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of, he's slim. I'm I'm assuming by uh, the summer of 96. Yeah, give it a year. Yeah, he's going to be a bloated Scott Steiner. Oh, okay. I mean, look at that. His neck has never been like that before. Never. It's never been that tall. It's usually short on his little body because he's fucking huge. He's already winded. This guy looks like Dynamite Kid almost. No, yeah, a little bit. Ahmed Johnson's like, oh, come on, white boy. You're going to try to clothesline me? I don't think so. <laughs> Jake Steele's like, yeah, I punched you. Oh, hell no. I just like by like 96, Ahmed Johnson has six pairs of knee pads on, fucking four pair yeah. of elbow pads. Yeah, man. It helps you avoid getting injured. It's just so funny. What's Sean saying here, picture in picture? Basically saying it's nice to see a familiar uh, face because I think because he's on Sean's team, right? Yeah, but familiar face. I mean, he's only known Ahmed Johnson for like two weeks. Yeah, well, well I believe oh, that no, Randy Savage just defeated Meng over on Nitro. If I saw that correctly, I think yeah, I think he did. Lex Luger is now beating him up. Lex Luger, I think, is part of Dungeon of Doom, by the way. Well, I think a loose affiliation. As he's wearing a romper, it looks like. Like an adult male yeah. romper. Back yeah, in Luger, Luger is a underrated, like, questionable wardrobe guy. I, ne- I didn't even notice this outfit before. He kind of pulls it off, though. What in the world? Ahmed Johnson's tongue is like Gene Simmons level after that spine buster. What the hell was that? No wonder Goldust falls in love with this guy. Devastating maneuver. Ahmed Johnson, man. I'm hooked on this guy. Pearl Pearl River plunge time. Here we go. Yeah. And see you later. One. Well, that's got to be it. Oh, McMahon even called it a tiger bomb and not the Pearl River plunge. But it's early. Pearl River plunge. I'll tell you what. For the first time in a long time on Raw. I believe somebody. 
I'm sold, dude. I'm sold on Ahmed Johnson. I'm immediately thinking this guy's a threat. Well, the last people that I can think of where it seemed like a legitimate, he can beat the shit out of you and scream at you and make you feel like a little girl is the Steiner brothers. Oh, sure. That's what it reminds me of. It's yeah. not like Borgo where he's playing a character and like you know, he probably is a nice guy in real life. Ahmed Johnson seems like he's nuts. Yeah, I see what you mean. What is he talking? Hey Vince, check it out. You want what everyone wants? The WWF calendar. Diesel power. Yeah, baby. Big Cool Daddy here is right on the cover, and we're ready to sell these big things like hotcakes. So if you want to buy one, why don't you give us a call, and then we will sell you a couple, or maybe two or three. You can hang it out, because guess what? It's also like a poster. Look at this picture of Bret Hart on the mountains in Winnipeg. Here's Shokazuna taking a shit. Here's Diesel pretending he's a truck driver. That's we the shittiest calendar. I, Undertaker, I he's dead. No Shawn Michaels is at a motorcade. Now, now you know what it all looks like, so now you don't even need to buy it. So don't even waste your money. It's $21. We have a calendar, but it's only for three months out of the year. All the other ones, oh, wow. What if it was a 1995 calendar? Hey, you want these sunglasses and these gloves? Well, you can be Big Daddy Cool just like me. I think it's 21 for all of it, right? Calendar? Yeah, it's got to be. Oh, that's a better deal then. Yeah, $21 for the, the glasses, the gloves, and the calendar. I don't know. Now we got footage from In Your House from three weeks ago where Brett and Diesel had to be pulled apart. How apropos is it that Brett's sitting in a room with a poster of Brett in the background? Well, <laughs> it fits his gimmick. Try his living room. Uh, meanwhile, over on Nitro, uh, Kiz- Kiz- what is his name? Kazuki Sasaki? Yeah, he's taking on Chris Benoit. So. Benoit? Yeah, there's a weird work rate match. I believe that this Nitro was taped the same day as the uh, previous Nitro. Really? Yeah, I'm saying that because it, this one is also from Jacksonville, Florida, and I believe the November 6th one was also from Jacksonville, Florida. And Benoit's wearing the same gear oh. that he wore against Eddie Guerrero. Wait, you are correct. taping yes. episodes of Nitro? It was no. pre-recorded. Well, they're just, I think sometimes they would tape uh, on the same day. But most oh. of the time, they were live. Let's start with you, Big D. Big D. That's one of my nicknames. Well, you know, Vince. Look I've, how pissed uh, he looks. I've been on top here for a couple months. Not many people know that because I haven't really had any notable matches, except with Brett. But... Uh, doesn't really matter. You know, when you're the man, you're the man. As long as those checks are coming in the mail. That's all I'm really here for, Vinny Mac. And Brett's like, it's real to me, damn it. Diesel. Diesel thinks that he's the best that there is. That's funny. At what? What the fuck is Diesel the best have at? You, have you ever seen him hit that jackknife powerbomb? Yeah. He's the best at it. Well, let me tell you something there, Big D. 
I've been in the ring with you. And as far as your nickname, Big D, goes, couldn't be further from the truth. You see, the only thing big about you is your mouth. And at the Survivor Series, I'm going to close it. That's always been what I've done. Shut people up. Because I'm the hitman. And usually when I'm on, that means either you're watching or you're watching the other show. Doesn't really matter. Because I'm probably fighting Isaac Yankum. But it just happens to be that at the Survivor Series, I'm facing you, Big D. And it's not the first time. It's not the second time. I don't even know if it's the third time. Well, I'm going to hit you with a jackknife. <laughs> He's like, well, you didn't pin me. He's like, oh, well, hit you with the jackknife. So <laughs> who's, the, who's, got, who's got the belt? Big cool daddy does. That's right. You know, I kind of have snaggle teeth, but uh, it doesn't really matter in Canada because they see me as a national hero. I'm like the George Washington of Canada, Diesel. What are you? Detroit well, is closed. They don't even have running water. Well, don't toot your own horn because uh, I hit you with a jackknife. Well, that Just... might be true. But if I had the jackknife in my arsenal, I'd hit you with it. You degenerate. <laughs> well, well, do you know uh, I hang out with C-list celebrities, and you don't because you're uh, you're just uh, Browart, uh, and I hit you with a jackknife. So. Listen, Diesel, do you, Diesel, do you know Bart Simpson? No, I do. Fact is, Diesel, I've been on a hit TV show called Tombstone or something, <laughs> and I played a cowboy. Okay, you play. You play a truck on TV. I've been a real cowboy. They've asked me to come back for season two, and they haven't even written the show yet. Well, and let me tell you, if you switch the channel and you wanted to see Johnny B. Bad and Eddie Guerrero, well, then you'd be making the right goddamn choice. Because right now, we're just going to talk for 10 minutes <laughs> about hitting each other with moves from, and showing clips from over a year ago. Because who gives a shit? Nobody knows. I just like that this is most likely them filling TV time because they've run out of taped matches. Uh, 100%. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be one of those slow post weeks where I have nothing to fucking post. Yeah. L- listen here, Master Blaster, or Oz, or Vinny <laughs> Vegas. Uh, Whatever you're calling yourself this week. <laughs> Everybody knows who I am. I'm Brett the Hitman Hart, all right? You see that post have- back there? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I wrestled Shawn Michaels. And do you know that soon, this jacket, I'm going to wear it on uh, the other place where the big boys play. Did you hear that adjective I just said? <laughs> play? <laughs> well, we're not, we're not going to play at Survivor Series, Brad, because I'm going to hit you with a jackknife, okay? How about you like that? <laughs> toot, toot, motherfucker. <laughs> Listen here, Diesel. When I kick your ass in Survivor Series, I'm going to send you packing to WCW. In about two going years, I'm gonna, and then in about two years, I'm going to be there with you. <laughs> Can't fucking wait. Well, I'm going to do what Big Daddy Cool does best, and that's beat people up. And Brett, 
well, uh, no disqualification, so what are you going to do? Usually you just like doing the sharpshooter and those three other moves that you do. So what are you going to think you're going to do in a no disqualification match? Do you think there's going to be a chair involved? Probably not. Do you think that British Bulldog will run down to the ring? Uh, most likely. And Jim Cornette will probably hit someone with his tennis racket if we had to take a guess. Right, Brett? Well, you know, the fact of the matter is this. I was raised by Stu Hart, and to this day in 1995, he still beats my ass. He's been dead for two years, but I'm still screaming in the dungeon. And when it comes to facing Diesel at the Survivor Series, he's going to be the one screaming out in pain, just like my daddy has me screaming out in pain on the mats. At the Survivor Series, I will be the next WWF champion, and there's nothing that Diesel can do about it. Also... I just want my dad to love me. Yeah. When I get back to Calgary, I'm bringing the belt to my dad. And we're going to have our own match in the dungeon. And I probably won't walk out the champion. But as long as I give it my best shot, I'll be proud to hand that belt over to my dad, Stu, at the ripe age of 106 years old. Well, uh, let me tell you, I'm going to hit you. With a jackknife at Survivor Series. <laughs> so you know what? Once I do that, Brad... doesn't really it, matter. It doesn't matter, because guess what? <laughs> Stu's going to roll in his grave, and I'm going to put you in one. Because then after Survivor Series, we're going to have a goddamn casket match on Raw. And then I'm going to really put you six feet under with your daddy, Stu. How you like that, yeah. motherfucker? You want to go see Angelo Puffo? You got it. <laughs> Vince McMahon just says, Diesel, why is he look so mad? I believe he's now saying he's telling a story about uh, kayaking in Florida and the water was just so <laughs> strong that he just couldn't paddleboard and then uh, and then he was going to a restaurant with his, his wife and she's vegetarian. There's only 10 options and one of them was something that she had never ordered before and it was the worst fucking Valentine's Day ever, <laughs> Brett. And Brett, when I see those goddamn hearts on your tights, it reminds me of that fucking day. Brett. And so when I'm so every Brett, time I see you, it just reminds me of the worst day of my fucking life. And, and then I'm, I'm gonna, gonna hit you with a jackknife. And then you, you know what? You know why I look bad, Vince? Because you won't give me that raise, so I'm gonna have to go play somewhere else. Do I need to keep saying all these goddamn adjectives? Play. Do you want me to play with you, Brett Hart, at Survivors at the Survivor Series? But it looks like he just farted and he tried not to make a face. <laughs> oh, he, well, he just smelled it. He's like, well, you know what? Well, Martha just shat her pants next to me and Owen's giggling because he's, he's just sitting here and, you know, Stu's, he's looking down on us and he's saying, if you guys don't get your asses back to Calgary, Alberta, <laughs> Canada, then it's Where they have health care. He, yeah, Owen's really got to go get his fucking bowels checked out with our free healthcare in Canada. <laughs> uh, this is going on forever. This is, yeah, what is going on? This is reminding me of that one time that Bob made us watch a clip show and there was two matches. <laughs> it wasn't even two, it was one, was it? it was just, that one had one. Yeah, this is Brett and Owen. They Fake keep, Mad they, Diesel is so bad. Every time they cut back, they get closer and closer to their faces. Yeah. Hey, still to come. Oh, my God, look. It's Austin. It's Austin. <laughs> Was there any substance to that 
face-to-face interaction at all? Or no, no, they were just going over their history and like what's yeah. going to happen in Survivor Series. Wait, blah, is blah, Vincent blah. Jerry the King Lawler about to have a match? Yeah, the karate fight. A karate fighters match. Jesus Christ! Vince is like, you son of a bitch. This is. This well, is this, heel Vince McMahon right now. I, I was going to say, this is where the character really began. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry Lawler wins here. This is probably... Oh, shit! This is the birth of Vince Mc, of Mr. McMahon. Right there, he just had an aneurysm. And that's how <laughs> Mr. McMahon was born. God, I don't lose! Wait oh, a that son oh, of a bitch. Gee, he taped the foot taped down. it down. Smart man. You cheating, you son of a bitch. There's like some stone cold coming and Tyson and everything. You ruined it. You ruined it, you son of a bitch. Jerry Lawler, (laughs) you're fired. You're going to fight The Undertaker when he returns at the Survivor Series. Are you ready? He's going to fight you in a karate fighters match. Wow. Go. Well, that was only a commercial, but here comes fucking Sir Mo and uh, King Mabel. And yeah, he had to climb up a ladder to get on there. Hey, this is Doc Hendricks. You want to buy that Raw shirt? It's twenty four ninety nine. if you give us a call. And there's Rhino, who's carrying him for some fucking reason. Ironically, King Mabel is what Ahmed Johnson will look like in about six years. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. No. Yeah. Foreshadowing. As Big T. Yep. Damn big, right. Look at big, that. Big T. Mabel yeah. just destroying Undertaker's face. That's good stuff there. We should tweet at Rhino and be like, uh, how much did Mabel weigh? Oh. We'll, we'll probably get blocked for that. Mm, I don't know if anyone's blocked any of our pages yet. Yeah, can we make it so that doesn't happen? I kind of want to get blocked. This Sunday, Sunday night, Mabel. In 20 years' time, I'll be doing meet and greets for $500,000 a piece. In 20 years, I'm going to go on a Joe Rogan experience. <sighs> and I'm going to say that the, 20, the 2021 people are weak because they don't have knives in their boots. <sighs> and they <laughs> If you don't stab a guy in the shower, uh, wait, you're a coward. Why is why is Mabel fighting Goldberg's trainer? Goldberg's what? That's Goldberg's trainer. I can't think of his name at the moment. Help me, Bob. That's not Goldberg's trainer. No, it's it's more of a joke. But what's the guy's name that Goldberg? Sergeant Buddy Parker. Yeah, that's him. It's not Sergeant Buddy Parker though. It's a fucking joke. Well, you know what? Maybe you should have uh, better jokes because I'm all about well, the facts here. And you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna text my buddy and I'm gonna get some jokes. Who are you gonna text? Now Screech. Screech. Boy. No, I am gonna I'm gonna get some jokes from Screech. Oh boy. Wait, you know I'm gonna beat you to it. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna message him right now. Screech, I need a joke. And not do, and not do a, it and see not, if he responds. Okay. Tell him you want a joke about wrestling. We're going to re- read it live on air right now. Oh, God. Mabel just, I think, murdered this man. He's done it a couple times. With a clothesline. How do you like the holiday ham he has for a uh, arm there? 
Oh, that's going to feed at least an army. Yeah. Get it, arm army. Hey. Well, you can tell that Sir Mo has stopped giving a shit because he's literally not wearing anything. He's wearing like a leather jacket and like a plaid shirt underneath. Yeah. He's like, aha, I'm Sir Mo. I'm royal. Just kidding. I got this crown at Burger King. I don't know how he's got a job still. He's pretty lucky. Yeah. I miss Oscar. No, fuck Oscar. Nah, I miss him. No, I, I hated him more. I hated him worse than both of these two. Nah, I miss him. Do you think Screech has updated his phone from a flip phone? Uh, no. You still think he has the Motorola 98? This dude's working probably with a uh, an LG chocolate, if I had to guess. Well, that you could still do some shit on. I had a chocolate touch. That was my first, like, nice phone. Quote. Oh. I had an LG view, and that was a uh, touch screen. Oh, Billy. Maybe with a belly-to-belly suplex on this poor guy, and he won the match. Well, if I had to take a guess, we just had a match, so now we're going to have about a 15-minute interview again of some kind. Yeah. Put the crown I'm surprised on. that uh, <laughs> with the, with broken Matt Hardy that they didn't send Put the uh, Kevin Ash into that lake and have him come back out as all of his gimmicks. Through the that would Put the crown on. This poor guy. Belly he retired. Look at that. See you later. This is his debut and retirement match right here. Probably. Look, he's watching his work as he's leaving, and he's so proud. He took it. He's so proud he took his fucking crown off. Jesus. I'm Doku! Why are we still investing in Mabel, guys? Come on. Uh, I don't know. What's this? Bill Clinton. No. Yeah, Bill Clinton. Is this before or after he got one sucked? Uh, this would be before. I think he didn't get his dick sucked until about ninety-seven. Mm. Okay. By Monica Lewinsky. It's right there. It just said celebrity lookalike used. Finally. Mm. One, they had two, to clarify. Two. Oh, they're still cheering for him. Even I don't like little... one, two, three, kid, man. I don't he's know. A, he's being a little brat lately, and they're still cheering for him. Yeah. Here's Sid. Sid's like, I haven't been here in two months. That's right. I made one run in softball, and I am the master of softball, and that's why I haven't been here very much, because I'm fucking busy. <laughs> That's probably the most Sid thing of all time. Sid, why have you been here? I've been fucking busy. <laughs> okay. All right, Sid. He's been busy, folks. We'll oh, be back on, with on Superstars, Smoking Guns. Oh, okay. This happened this past weekend. Smoking Guns against Razor Moan 123 Kid. Okay. They're. They're hyping up the fact that Ramon saved his partner three times, which led to a disqualification. Oh, God. Give me a break. They actually followed the tag team rules? That's fucking bizarre. I like that Razor's getting a fog machine. 
Yeah, that's kind of weird. Like, since when? Well, it's not even working. It's just on the one side. Yeah. It's just to smoke the area out a little. Actually, okay, so this is a good point. Razor Ramon has the white IC title. In the yeah. promo shot, it was black. Yeah. I, I thought so, but I didn't want to say it and sound stupid, but yeah, I thought so. I feel like one, two, three kids about to screw over Razor Ramon. Oh, dude, yeah. I mean, come on. Four life, just... duty. Did he just do the four life sign? Yeah, he did. Boy. Because he's going to play. When you're <laughs> NWO, you're NWO for life, bro. I like when Razor goes and he's like, I'm going to get me and my buddy. It's going to be the big man and the medium-sized man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, he just did it again. Now, last time that Ramon had, I think last time he fought Sid, he, and the pyro went off, uh, Sid went through the pyro and yeah. attacked him. Yeah, I was going to say he should do that, but they did Why say that last week during the hype package. It was like, he's not going to let this happen again. No. He's like, what, little man? You want to do this or no? Like, really? Please, thank you. No. I want him to throw the toothpick at Sid. I thought he was giving something to Ted DiBiase. <laughs> One, two, three kids like, yeah, it's for the belt. Well, is it or isn't it? I, I think it is. Nope. Wait, no, non-title. He Vince says that's what it's all about, but it's not for the title. How many times is Sid going to have an icy title match? I and then know. they're going to be like, no, nah, we're just kidding. I know. First at SummerSlam, they're like, no. Nah, they can't put not- the belt on him because he's never there. Yeah. Sid's the only guy to main event WrestleMania and then not realize it's WrestleMania. Shut up! <laughs> what? Okay. Discus, uh, like, right hand there by Razor Ramon, that then flips it out of the ring. Must have been a heck of a punch. What do the elbow pads do that have the hole where your elbow bone pokes out of it do for you? Like, what does that really it, actually do anything? It, air, it, air, it airs it out. So he doesn't have a sweaty elbow. Yeah. Versus Irish whip. Razor coming back, duck on the line. I could have guessed that from a fucking mile away. Nice camera shot there. It's Ted DiBiase's head covers up a big boot by Sid and Razor Ramone. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! I don't know. As much as he fucking blows, and he blows... I love Sid. I don't know why. It's the look. It's, it's 100% the look. the look. That's all it is. Would you rather sucks. be watching... Would you guys rather be watching this or Sting against Dean Malenko? Because that's what's going on in Nitro right now. Sting, no, Sting oh, and Dean God. Malenko. See that chokeslam? Come on. Sid. Well, they zoomed in, so he must have got zero air on it. Probably. And Sting is starting to have darker hair. He's slowly turning to the dark side, which Hulk Hogan was questioning earlier on in the show. Where, What side is he on? Is he going to be like Lex Luger and join the Dungeon of Doom? Or is he going to stand by WCW? Well, they're showing the chokeslam again. Let's see how high he actually got him up. They're, I don't know. Are they, they're going so slow. Are they going to show oh, that? that was okay. Oh, yeah. That's not too yeah, bad. Right, yeah, that was actually pretty good. One, two, three, kids like, excuse me, sir, Mr. Sid, could you please, like, get off of him, please, Mr. Sir, Sid? Uh, Mr. Yudi? 
Yeah, he said, I know, I know you can't count uh, past three, uh, but four is before five, and five is when you have to let go. Shut <laughs> <laughs> it, kid! Shut up! Now, Ted, Ted just punched Razor, and he's like, here's a little Jesus Christ for you, and he, he punched him right in the face. <laughs> Now it is kind of, it's kind of crazy if you think about it because uh, one two three kid, you know, he's looking about twelve. So um, I'm glad that his babysitter allowed him to come out and let him referee this match tonight. Well, that's you know sometimes uh, when you do really well in school, you know, you get a really good test grade or something, you can stay up later the next day. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> I was just making. I was just we're gonna reference uh, Vince Russo letting his kid watch uh, Howard Stern. Oh, yeah, <laughs> which, yeah. I, which I thought was just so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, kid, that kid won't fucking tell you about the times let him watch Howard Stern at night, now did I? Fucking asshole, I hate you. We're, what was this kid's name? Will. Will. It's Will and Vince Jr. I think VJ. Oh, God. Imagine being saddled with that. You're Vince Russo Jr. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, Is it me or is this match pretty boring here? Yeah, it sure is. Yeah, we should have expected it, but here we are. Where's Ramon back on his feet? But no, he hits him with a knee lift. Here we go. It's a random... this is random, but Dean Malenko reminds me of a koala bear. Oh, I understand what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> a koala bear. Yeah, but I totally get that. <laughs> just, he's just so guy. like compact and like you know well, whatever. Well, he even even more nowadays when he's got the grays going on. Oh, right. fucking hell! Oh. Dean, Dean Douglas. Douglas. Well, apparently, no. he doesn't. Dean Douglas and Barry Horowitz need to be like school teacher tag sure. team. Yeah. Actually, and their team name can be like physical education. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. And then like Dean Douglas, they could have like what a if- vignette where they're like forcing Mabel to run the mile like the mile. Physical oh, education. Holy shit. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, hey, you just reminded me because you said that, and I mentioned Barry Horowitz last week for cameo, and I promised I would bring up some cameo ideas. Oh week. boy! Let me see if I still got it loaded up here, because this match is so riveting. We can just talk about cameo now. So here's my I, I got to wait. I got to I got to write down that physical education idea down for my rebooking of '95. Yeah, I might <laughs> I might use that. Let's see. It's the book and roller. Wow. Okay, you get the b- b- Brooklyn Brawler. Pay me $16.99 and I'll fucking do a video for you. No, he's 50. Wow. Is Terry Taylor on there? Because I'd, I'd pay him to be the Red Rooster. Wait, I got a good one here. Get ready. Okay, hold on. Let's get it. Put you do. You're listening to the Icopod. It's that rocker. MJ in the house. Otherwise known as Marty Jannetty. Oh, <laughs> Wait a second. Can you please do that? How much it's, is Marty Jannetty? He's $70. Uh, what? 
Who does Marty think he is, Sean? Probably. That's way too much money, dude. It's that rocker, MJ, otherwise known as Marty Jannetty. Who uh, has ever called Marty Jannetty MJ? His no. crack dealer, probably. Like, what? There's only one MJ I know, and it's not Marty Jannetty. Oh, I wish we could get him, but not for $70. There's no way. Damn it. You'd pay 69 for Virgil, you dick. Right. Well, you're damn right. Here he is. Look right here. This is wrestling oh, superstar Virgil. Check this out. Let me make a My ball sack sticking out of my pants. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> Mention nothing but meat sauce. You want to see what a pack of Rolos look like? Just look below my pants. Did you hear him say meat sauce dripping all over me? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, but he said it like meat sauce. <laughs> <laughs> dripping all over me. Oh, guys. Here's another one. Can we get beat up Buff Bagwell to do it? Uh, well, I would have to be in the description of like, hey, can you take like five uh, Vicodins and then do it? Hey guys, it's me, Buff Bagwell. I'm Buff. I'm just They got Rikishi. Ooh. Sid's in an electric chair right now. Oh my god. (laughs) Sid just died. (laughs) He landed on his fucking neck. So in 2001, Sid uh, snapped his leg. In 1995, he just snapped his neck. He's not moving. He's dead. Who told Sid to be in an electric chair? Watch this shit again. Here we go. Double feature. Yeah. Okay, here we go. And I have half the brain that you have because of that move. His knees hit the canvas next to his head. Yeah. Um, I just found another one that actually be if if we could arrange it right, it'd be pretty good. Big. Uh, hold on. Should I play it? Uh, I'll just tell you this one. Uh, it's a uh, PCL. Oh. So if you could get him to do it as Pierre, he's only thirty six dollars. Really? He would do it as Pierre. He would do it as Jean-Pierre Lafitte. I think he would. Why not? Absolutely. That's a pretty good one. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. Fuck, I can't believe Marty's $70. What a bunch of bullshit that is. Um, if yeah. he was, like, 40 I would do it. Cameo prices have gone way up, though. Like, now they, that it's a popular thing, dude. Yeah. They range. Well, I, it, it I, got fucking, I got, like, Scott Steiner at, like, 30 bucks or whatever. Now right. he's, like, 100 same thing with yeah. Billy Gunn. I got him super cheap now. He's like a over like oh, over at hundred two or something. I feel like some right. people there's the power bomb by Sid there. He's going for oh, the cup. Holy like, shit! I think one two three kid just made a seven count. That was the fastest count I've ever seen in my life. I think that was that was pretty fair. Oh my god. Whoa. I don't think anything happened here that would be considered uh, illegal. That reminds me of when Dallas and me would play video games with my brother, and like Dallas would be the <laughs> special ref, and we'd be having a match. And be like, "All right, fine, I'll be the weakest guy, and you can be Stone Cold." He's like, "All right, all right, that's fair." And I'd like hit a DDT or something, and Dallas would fast count the fuck out of him. 
I think so. DiBiase just put money in Ramon's uh, mouth. I think it was just a five dollar bill, and one, two, three could took that as the payoff. Yeah, dude. Why? Why not? I could finally get that uh, value size Tootsie Pop bag at the fucking Walmart. This was worth it. No, he wants to get his WWF Slammers. Mm, or he no. can get one Karate Fighter. Right. Well, the he's the garden. size of the other one, so he'll just fight it. Oh, at the Catholic Youth Center. We're going <laughs> to wrestle there. Scranton, be it. Maybe 800 people there for a Bob Backlund Nikolai Volkov match. Can't wait for that. Oh, God. World Tour de Force. Moments ago, we're seeing highlights here. Now, one, two, three, kid. Uh, he was. Um, Watch this shit, dude. He didn't do nothing. Here we go. Ready? One, two, three, four. One, two, three. He. No, that was that was fair. That was one of the slowest counts I've ever seen in my life. I like that he's the one, two, three kid too. So it's like, yeah, one, two, three. I just pinned your ass, bitch. Yeah. So to pay off one, two, three kid, all it takes is five bucks. Out of another man's mouth. Right. We thought we'd never see him double claws Razor Ramon, but he did. Well, that's bullshit because they started out as bitter rivals, so. Well, and one, two, three kid's been a prick towards the guy for the last like two months. Like, what are we talking about? Oh, here we go. We're in the heel locker room. What is Yokozuna wearing? Is that a fucking summer dress? It's a Mumu. Oh my god. Oh, Razor just came in and started oh, killing yeah. everybody. Razor Ramon's going after Dean Douglas. Why is he what did Dean Douglas do? He interfered in the match. Yeah, he attacked him on the outside. Oh. I I, I must have completely missed that. <laughs> what? <laughs> what that happened? Yeah, yeah was, they didn't have oh. a good camera shot of it, to be fair. I no, mean, they, they literally didn't. were shooting the post. Oh, all right. Well, then fuck Dean Douglas, and he deserves it. Oh. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, that was better than last week's. but Absolutely. I, mean, I was much more entertained this week than last yeah. week. No doubt yeah. about it. Well, part of that could, could be because the matches were a little bit shorter, and then we had about a 15-minute interview in the middle of the show. I was just going to say, talk about killing a show right before a pay-per-view, dude. Fucking filling like half of it with that video duel. Oh my god. That that's what they do though. That's been the theme. Is like the Bro. show before the pay-per-view, the go home show sucks every yeah. single time. There's no you you can't get around it. They always suck. Well, when it's the last of four shows, I mean that's kind of just what happens, I guess. Last week though felt like it should have been this week. Because this week I thought was decent. I mean, we did get story development, which was nice. Uh, the BS as far as random fucking dumb matches was kept at a minimum. Yeah. Um, and they were trying to explain some of the stuff that's going to happen at the pay-per-view. So I don't know. I guess in that sense, it did the job. But was it, you know, skippable? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, our next show is Survivor Series 95. Now, judging by this card, I think a couple of these things have not been announced. Yay. So 
I'll only <laughs> I'll only mention the stuff that we know for sure because I don't want to I guess spoil anything. Uh, we have Goldust taking on Bam Bam Bigelow in a match that has pretty much really no build to it aside from one interaction on Superstars. Mm. There's the uh, the dark side, which would consist of the Undertaker, Savio Vega, Fatu, and Henry O'Godwin squaring off against the Royals, which would be King Mabel, Jay Lawler, Isaac Yankum, and Hunter Hearst Helmsley. And then, of course, we have the wild card match, which will see Shawn Michaels, Ahmed Johnson, Psycho Sid, and the British Bulldogs square off against Yokozuna, Owen Hart, Razor Ramon, and Dean Douglas. And then the main event is a notice qualification match where the WWF world champion Diesel defends against Bret Hart. Should I just mention the other two matches that we that are on the show? I mean, I feel like we it's probably safe to just because Does it matter? It, well, the, yeah, it, go ahead. I would say yeah. I, I mean, honestly, All it's right. probably something that happens on Superstars that we're not covering mm-hmm. anyways. Okay. So, the other Survivor Series match we'll see the Body Donnas which is Skip, Rad Radford, Dr. Tom Pritchard, and 123Kid squaring squaring off against the underdogs, which is Marty Jannetty, Hakushi, Barry Horwitz, and Bob Holly. Then there's another match. It's a women's match. Survivor Series match. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, Bertha Faye, Aja Kong, Tomoko Want to Be, Montanabe? Yeah, and then uh, Lioness Asuka. Oh, shit. Taking on Alonja Blaze, Kayoko Ayanu, Siaki Hasawagawa, (laughs) and Chaparistia Asari. Well, okay, so that match already has my attention more than half of the other ones because, like, I want to see those people wrestle. There's some major talent in that women's match. I yeah. don't know how they got those girls to do that. I I'm guess pretty, it's a pay-per-view, WWF. I, I'm pretty sure, and I know, so before Mike Campbell messages me, I'm pretty sure one, two, three kid is technically a surprise for the Body Donna's team. Oh, Bob. So that was ruined. But everything else, uh, there you go. Wow, I'm looking forward to that. They'll probably get five minutes. But yeah, who knows? I don't know. We'll uh, we'll see how that goes. I'm I'm you know, I'm looking forward to uh, this Survivor Series. This is a show I haven't watched in a long time. I think Brett and this might be Brett and Diesel's best match. Really? Their, yeah, out of their what? I think they have four. Yeah, I think there's four. I think this is their best one. So that should be fun. Um. Okay. Yeah, there's only three. There's only six matches on the card because obviously the Survivor Series matches will take forever. So uh, that's yeah. uh, where we're at, and that's going to be taking place in uh, Landover, Maryland. So that's next week's show, and then of course we only have one more pay per view in your house five, which will be taking place on December seventeenth, and then we're basically right into nineteen ninety six. So. It's a quick it's a quick turnaround from after Survivor Series because I was gonna like say 20, yeah seven uh three ten seventeen 
Yeah, so you have like you only have a couple, probably about six, maybe six shows roughly before. Yeah, 96. they hook shock. They hook shot you right into '96, which is kind of what we've been looking forward to. I know I can remember for at least the last six, seven weeks. I mean, counting down the weeks for Survivor Series has always been brutal, but once you get past that show, man. It is like the fucking Amtrak ticket to the promised land of the yeah. Royal Rumble. And I don't I don't know if, if Raw in 96 is necessarily a whole lot better than 95, but I think the pay-per-views are a lot better. And that's the thing. I, I think overall, the quality overall gets better. So, yeah. you know, a little bit less gimmicky, a little bit more match-based, a little bit more yeah. reality-based... Uh, that's what makes the difference. That little goes a long way, I think. No, absolutely. Uh, yeah, but I'm looking forward to that. <clears throat> I'm sure that before Survivor Series is posted, that Halloween Havoc will have been uh, uploaded at some point here because realistically, I believe that will be the next show that we technically record uh, mm-hmm. before Survivor Series, so that should be fun. Uh, and we'll publish that pretty quickly here. Just to keep up on the tabs here. Yeah. And of course, for WCW, we still have World War Three, and then Starcade '95. Starcade being a WCW New Japan. I'm looking forward to that one. Battle of the companies, essentially. So, and then also with for WCW '96 pay per view wise, aside from Uncensored and Slamboree, I would say '96 is a pretty solid year too for pay per view for WCW. I agree. So that's going to be a lot of fun too to. To check those ones out uh, as we continue on. So there's a lot to look forward to. Uh, but we just have to get through 95 in order to get to that. So is there anything else you guys got for this week's episode? No, just uh, looking forward to those shows that you just mentioned. I'm definitely looking forward to some more WCW in 96. But I won't say that because I know it's not what I'm supposed to look forward to. But I'm definitely looking forward to get past Survivor Series and then get to the Rumble. Those are for- always fun. Yeah, and and the Rumble, as we've said so many times, is typically, I mean, one of our favorite pay-per-views of the year for either company. Yeah, January. I think January to April is the is the best time. Sure. Sure. Um, I think the thing I'm most looking forward to with 1996 for both companies is just the complete influx of talent. From every corner of the world, just truly quality talent getting national exposure. Gone will the days be of, you know, BS filler to the degree that it's at now. I mean, we're still going to get a little bit, but I just, I'm really chomping at the bit to see some of these guys come in. And it goes for WCW as well. A lot of the international talent hits the scene in 96 and they hit the scene hard and impressively. Um, so yeah, I don't know, man. I think there is a quite a bit to look forward to in 1996. It's been very transitional the last year or so. I think 94 and 95 were really setting the stage for 1996 because that's when the switch happens. 96 is when that fuse is lit. 
And when it's lit and goes off, I mean, wrestling just explodes. 96 is that year that it happens. And when we're on the cusp of it. So I think there's just a whole lot to be excited about. And I, for one, am. 96 has been a year I've been looking forward to since we started for 93. Um, So it's been a long time coming. It's been quite the journey, but uh, I think it's going to be worth the payoff. No, absolutely. I mean, even just thinking about it, it's really exciting because, like you've mentioned, several guys come in that really kind of spark the company. And there's a couple of angles in there, too, that have some steam attached to them. That change wrestling. There's angles in 96, and not just the NWO, that really change wrestling. And that's what I'm excited for because yeah. wrestling so desperately needs that change. And it's coming. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, that time again. For Austin Skinner and for Dallas Greeley, I am Bob Collin Jr. And this has been Echo Bob. You got to hear it. <laughs> <laughs>